The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my Substack at rabbishneweiss.substack.com and on my blog, kolhasreading.blogspot.com on November 11th, 2022, and the article is entitled Vayera, Don't Deviate from the Minhag, Extreme Edition. Parshas Vayera opens with Avraham Avinu's visitation by quote-unquote three men, as it says in Breshi's 18.2. While some take this description at face value, such as the Rabag and Bukhar Shor, and others maintain that this entire episode took place in a prophetic vision, such as Rambam and Radak, the majority of commentators, including the sages of the Talmud, understand these men to be angels. See the Al-Hatora Parsha topics for all views and sources. Avraham receives his guests graciously and hastens to perform the mitzvah of Haknasas Orchen. After preparing a lavish feast, the Torah tells us that, quote, Avraham stood over them beneath the tree and they ate, end quote, from Breshi's 18.8. This poses a problem for the mainstream view. If indeed these were non-physical angels, how could they eat? Rabbi Tanchum Bar Hanilai in Bava Metzia 86b addresses this question by deriving a lesson from their conduct. Quote, a person should never deviate from the minhag. For when Moshe ascended on high to receive the Torah, he didn't eat food. And when the ministering angels descended below, they ate food. End quote. Sensing that Rabbi Tanchum sidestepped the real issue, the Gemara asks, but is it really possible to think that they ate bread? The Gemara answers, rather say that they appeared as though they ate and drank. What are we to make of this midrashic statement? One approach is to attempt to explain the mechanics of how exactly these angels appear to eat. For example, Midrash Rabbah in 48.14 states that they, quote, removed portions of food one at a time, end quote. The Das Zakinim maintain that they incinerated the food and that the term vayochelu ought to be translated as they consumed with fire rather than they ate. Tana Deve Eliyahu Rabbah in 12 Chapter 12 simply refuses to accept Argamara's conclusion, declaring, quote, anyone who says that the ministering angels didn't eat with Avraham has said nothing. Rather, due to the righteousness of that tzaddik and as a reward for his toil on their behalf, HaKadosh Baruch Hu opened their mouths and, then, and they ate. Thus, it was stated he stood over them under the tree and they ate, end quote. But there is an alternative approach one can take here. Instead of assuming that the Midrash is describing these events as they actually happened, one can read Rabbi Tanukhum's Midrash homiletically that he is teaching us a lesson which has nothing to do with the pshat. Indeed, this is the approach taken by Midrash Seichel Tov in 18.8. Quote, They appeared as though they ate, removing food bit by bit. Why go this far? So that we can learn derech eretz, proper interpersonal conduct, to conduct oneself in the city in accordance with the customs of its citizens. Behold, Moses ascended on high and didn't eat or drink, and went 40 days and 40 nights without eating and drinking. And these angels who came to the human realm made themselves appear to eat and drink in order to beautify the character of Avraham, and so as not to withhold reward from its rightful recipients. End quote. Reading the Midrash in this manner obviates the need to engage in abstruse angelological acrobatics to work out how the angels appear to eat. Moreover, this reading sidesteps the problematic claim that the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu abstained from eating and drinking for 40 days was because he didn't want to deviate from the minhag of the angels, as opposed to a more metaphysically intrinsic reason related to the Mosaic prophecy. Why would Rabbi Tanchum express this Derech Eretz lesson in such dramatic terms? Perhaps he did so for the sake of the rhetorical impact. 
Many of us experience tremendous resistance when asked to change our own conduct to conform to the norms of others. Rabbi Tankum framed his teaching this way to speak directly to this resistance. As if to say, even if conforming to the minha goes against your grain, even if it goes against your very nature, you still must not deviate. Moshe was a physical being, and yet he abstained from eating and drinking to uphold the custom. The angels were non-physical beings, and yet they ate so as to not upset their host. And even if you literally can't bring yourself to accept the minhag, sorry, to adapt, and even if you literally can't bring yourself to adapt the minhag, then at least do a convincing job of pretending to conform. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah content fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.